podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 podcast on this Sunday night with me, Gav, Shawnee, Keith and Grizz. This show is brought to you by Tayrock Watches. Go to tayrock.com um, to check out men and women's watches, jewellery and gifts. Um, I've even started wearing this watch. I usually keep watches for a special occasion, but... Um, I need some positivity in my life and, and just having a watch on me now at this stage is going, oh, that's nice, isn't it? Um, amid all the fucking Liverpool shit at the moment. Um, what's it like wearing, what's it, what's it like wearing these watches in Warzone? Um, it's all right. It's not bad. It doesn't yeah. affect you that much. Yeah, I, I could use it as an excuse um, because I'm pathetic at the game, but uh, no, no, it doesn't, it doesn't affect you at all. But, is there uh, a time difference in Verdansk? No, no, um, it's on the same time. I might be a few seconds behind Verdansk's time. Oh. Yeah, because, a few minutes. Yeah, because everything kind of happens and then I react <laughs> a few minutes later. So it could be that. I'm going to play. I might have my Xbox set to the wrong time zone. That's what it is. Blame it on the connection, Gav. That's what I did. Yeah, the, f- the, uh, the connection is fucking awful, lads. Um, despite, you know, the fucking internet running at a thousand megs or whatever it is. Um, but look, no, Tayrock, Um The link is in the description. If you use Daytrippers 15, um, you will get 15% off purchase. They are having a massive sale at the moment as well, so go and check them out. Um, I, as I said, I've ordered one for a friend of mine for his birthday. Um, my wife is in um, getting one next week as well for Mother's Day, I think. So there you go. Um, all the lads have their watches. They're all very happy with them. And um, thanks to Tayrock for sponsoring this show. Now, um, Liverpool nil, Fulham won. And um, this just... Oh, we've named this show uh, Throwing in the Towel because... Uh, we've gone through this season, lads, and, and we've seen what's happened to us in all the different circumstances. But I think it's fair to say at this stage that... The excuses are over. You know, the reasons are over. Like, watching that today was just... Dismal is the only word for it. Soul-destroying. Shawnee, I'll come to you first. Um, you're just watching this now and you're just like... You don't know where the goal's coming from. You, you you don't see them pressing. Fulham are popping the ball around, like you said earlier, and we're nowhere near them. Um, it's it's very disheartening at this stage, Shawnee. Detroit to, to put a positive spin on that, I think, is near on impossible now. Yeah, look, I'm being honest, I only got to see the game after I knew the result. So, 
Um, I didn't even get to watch the game live, but you think that may get a little bit easier to analyze kind of when you're looking at it. And not that I'm a bleeding expert and I'm going to give you expert analysis, but I just always find that it's better looking at a game when you know yeah. the end outcome because you see the little intricacies and like, I just don't get it. I don't know. Like I, I can't even say it's not Liverpool because you could literally like, I could not watch that game today. And literally copy and pasted a match report from the last five home games and just said the same thing. Um, sleepwalking again. And no, absolutely nobody. Nobody taking responsibility. No senior player, no young player. Even looking at club on the sideline, they just look completely bankrupt of any drive and emotion. And look, it's been plenty of mitigating circumstances this season that you could put down the Gav but I'm sorry if you look at the bottom five of the table you've Burnley West Brom Brighton Sheffield United and Fulham Fulham three of them have beaten us and another one got a draw in the bottom five we've been beaten by three of them against the bottom five we've taken four points at home four points You'd be yeah. getting relegated if you're starting your season like that. It's relegation form. There's not, and it's as simple as that. And now, Grace, I'm not saying we're going to be no, relegated. No, 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 no. I'm not laughing at that. I'm, I'm laughing at you winding yourself up. You're going to no, no, no. I'm. I, do you know what? I've. I'm being up. honest with you. I no. I made. I made peace with the Premier League season after the Everton game. Um, awesome. No, no, Second not the fourth one. one. Because to be honest with you, I've said it on other pods, I thought even minus Virgil with the squad that we had there available then, I thought we would make a run at it and still would definitely challenge for the title. But after the, the one at the, the one in Anfield, they didn't show any go. No desire. And it was the same again today. Like we could have been still playing till now, now and it would have been one nil still. So I, I don't know, Gav, like it's tough to take because not that there was false dons. There's been a couple of results, I'll say. No, I won't even say impressive performances, but there's been results spread throughout. But this is a characteristic of Liverpool now. What the softest touch in the Premier League at the moment. Mm, yeah. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's a fair point to say a soft touch because I am watching it and, you know, like you said, like I, I watched the game live. I've watched some extended highlights afterwards, and, and it's just, you know, when you when you when you see a player and you say he's just a yard off the pace, this whole team looks off it, and the, all them yards add up, you know, and and I'm looking at it and I'm kind of going, yeah, all right, lads, there's injuries, and, and I'm okay with that. Like I, I'm a bit like you, Sean. I said this weeks and weeks ago that I didn't think it was going to happen to this extent, but I expected some sort of run of bad form because players fall out of form. You have players missing. You have all that sort of stuff, right? And and I'm trying to park that to the side at the moment because, like you said, it's circumstances, but you have to look at it at a game at a time, I suppose. Because, you know, you hear all the time, uh, one game at a time, and you've heard it from Liverpool loads, Jordan Henderson, when they were going to, trying to win the title last season, one game at a time. But when I'm watching it now, it's just like, there's nothing left in the tank. There's nothing. And, and I don't, and I'm a bit on the fence and I'm a bit, I'm a bit, is there just nothing left? Or is it just a case of they don't want, they don't want to push themselves? And I'm a bit on the fence on it. I have to be honest with no, you. No, I'm, 
the thing is, Gav, I'll yeah, just, just to finish up to say, this is why I have given up completely. The tank is emotionally empty and physically empty. That, like, I wouldn't mind if you tell me that, like, we could. Yeah, we might turn this around. They haven't even got it in their guts to turn it around. They don't look like they have the legs to turn it around. Mm. It looks like it's just, we're just dropping like a stone. And there's yeah. no there's no flaw. There's no end. Like we go into the game on Wednesday, and I'm thinking to myself, Jesus fucking Christ. If we end up on a if we if we if we do get through and we end up in two legs against Bayern or a Man City. It could be actually, it could be the end of an era because yeah. that's what happens when you come up when you when you play at that level of a two legs. Who knows what it could be, and that yeah. that that would be the end of it. That would be the end of it altogether. This would be the end of, of the run. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, I don't think that's knee jerk. That we'd be smashed. Confidence on the floor. You don't get up from them types of things. You don't mm-hmm. recover. That's when a clear out is needed. So, I don't know. Look, it's it's hard. It's it's just hard to stomach because we obviously knew this was coming sooner or later. But to happen the way it's happened, and so quickly after what we deem a success, it's just kicking the teeth. Yeah, free world says the players are mentally broken, and I think I think it's more physically than mentally. Um, but I think that the 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 both a factor that you know I th- I think there's some there's just certain players have been asked to play game after game after game and I think it's draining them and then the physical the mental side of it goes because of that. But Chris, I want just looking back at the the starting lineup, Chris. I f- without without looking at the game itself, I actually when I seen that lineup, I was surprised. There's no doubt about it. Everyone was like I I seen it I seen it coming out at about whatever half one I think 20 to 2 somebody tweeted it saying you know this looks like the team and I was and, and in our WhatsApp group we were like that can't be real you know and then it did come out as real and I have to be honest with you I was surprised Grizz but I was kind of oh he's made some changes but Grizz I felt a bit sorry for some of the players who were putting that lineup today and, and, and I'll tell you why we're in a horrendous run of form and I think to throw out Nico Williams Reese Williams Phillips as three of the back four I felt a bit sorry for a couple of them, um, particularly Reese Williams and, and Nico Williams being thrown into that in the form we're in, and looking to kick on and being thrown onto the pitch. What did you think? Because I, I, you had to have thought well, that isn't real when you're seeing a first. I, I, I thought I didn't think that in terms of feeling sorry for them, but looking back, I, I see what you're saying, and it, it definitely it's a definitely a point. But my first initial reaction was pure pure despair at the fact that forget the fans, forget the players. Klopp has now officially given up on top four. <coughs> yeah. So we get accused of throwing in the tower. You're not, you're not a true red. Oh, how can you give up on this team? Haven't you seen what we've done before and what we've done last season? And we get accused of sort of throwing in the towel, you know, literally. And then you get the players being accused of, oh, they're not trying. Their minds elsewhere. They've, they're already on their holidays. But when the manager picks the team he picks today, it tells you an awful lot about his mindset and how he envisages the rest of the season and where his priorities lie. But even though 
he's made all those changes and and the majority and the consensus of opinion is that he's doing it with a view to Leipzig and Champions League. It still doesn't make sense to me. It still doesn't make sense to me because he still picked Robbo, the most played left back, the, the one who's played the most minutes when he's got Simicas on the bench. Trent's played less minutes. He brings in Nico Williams. He still picks Ginny Wijnaldum, who's played every single, every minute. And he's got the likes of Ox. I don't give a shit how crap Ox is or whatever. But if you're rotating for the sake of keeping freshness for Leipzig, then you don't fucking keep your two most close players who've played the most minutes on the pitch. It Again, it, it does not make sense to me. Mm. It may make sense to the medical team. Yeah. As we get thrown, we get thrown that, that one. Oh, it may make sense to the medical team. Do we even have a medical team anymore? I was just, just going to say, even, you know, and I'll say, you know, even the medical team are under scrutiny, let's say, this season. So when I saw the lineup, Gav, and he's done this before, we've seen him do this lineup a couple of times in the past, and it comes off and we're loving it when the likes of Shaq and Origi start against Everton. <laughs> yeah, Everton's a derby, yeah. And Curtis Jones. But Gav, a couple of things. Those are when we're flying. Mm. And the momentum throughout the club is of one of positivity. Emotions are high. Everything he touches turning to gold. Players are on a high. Even the squad players can't wait to gain that team. And B, we have a packed Anfield in most of those games what I'm talking about. And the backing of the players. This was totally, totally the opposite. Players shot of confidence. Team shot of confidence. If we win today or whatever, the, the lingering hopes of top four still go on. And he's thrown in absolute players that have, in my opinion, like the likes of Reese Williams, I've said it again, that, you know, won't play for Liverpool probably again after this season. I found it very, very bizarre. And I didn't agree with the selections. I didn't agree with Shaq coming into the team because, you know, we'll get into it. But there was times where I thought some of the Fulham players are just going to pick up Shaq, yeah. like literally with their fingers and just turn to get out of the way. Just get yeah. out of the way because that's how physically dominating they were but every on, on, in every position. Yeah, Masters Weekend says, how can you guys honestly blame the defence today? Um, I, I don't know if that's no, a reference. That, I, no, no, I don't know if that's reference at the chat because I'm the only one that's mentioned the defence and the players I felt sorry for. I'm not blaming them whatsoever. What I'm saying is, for me, you know, he's throwing a couple of players in there, i.e. Nico and Reese Williams, that have been out, out in the cold for a you know a good while while all this is going on and they done okay for me they done absolutely fine yeah, for me I agree but they were going to be part if the if the game is lost which it was they're going to be part of a collective now and Nico Williams and Reese Williams despite doing okay will still be oh they lost today and this you know the way it goes um but I, that that's the only I, I, that's kind of where where I kind of went this is a bit bad on this and I think you have a fair point if he is, if he is just writing off off this league, and if he is writing it off, don't get me wrong. There's been talks within the club where you go, listen, we just don't have her in us. I'm telling you now, we don't have her in us. Okay, fine, let's just fucking write it off. But if you write it off, you don't play Robertson, and you definitely don't play Wijnaldum. You know what I mean? If you're looking forward to um, Leipzig on Wednesday, um, Liam Cotter with a, a super chat. Thanks very much. He says so easy to play against us. Our high line with slow centre backs is killing our press because teams just pop the ball over the top and they end up through on goal. That's been an issue for a, a while, you know. Um, that, oh, that seem, yeah, that seems to be the one where it's just Liverpool's not even at set pieces and stuff. It's always just hit balls, 60, 40, 50 yard balls into channels, and you you, so get, then, you get a chance. Getting on to it, then if Liam in the chat and. 
let's say all of us, because I'd imagine all of us have set this at one point about the high line, can spot this, then how come Klopp and his coaching staff haven't done zero to change that since mm-hmm. October? The approach yeah. has never changed. Now, not once. No, so, I, 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 so I'd I agree with you. Maybe, so maybe, we maybe once we or twice he's shifted a little bit, a small bit. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Um, Sheffield United away, they, 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 they played a lot higher and they played fullbacks up higher and you've seen all that sort of stuff. They're still getting in behind. Yeah, but the, but listen, it, if the defenders are slow, regardless of your system, they're going to get in behind you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Unless you want to camp on the edge yeah. of your own box. He hasn't well, done yeah, enough. Well, well, the only thing is you can... You can, you can um, you can camp on the edge of your own box, but if you want to attack at the same time, it makes the pitch very, very big and open and spacious for, for players to get at you. Um, maybe they feel it's a bit a high line. The only thing I would say is, Shawnee, if you're playing a high line, you have to press and the press is missing. And if, you, if the press is missing, you're in, you're in serious trouble. Keith, I want to come on to you and I want to ask you because, you know, I'm looking at that today and we're all a bit thrown by the lineup and the lack of intensity in the game for me was just apparent from very early on do you think they could have internally just had talks and said ah, fuck this what the the players like the, everyone the players just... the manager the, the higher than the manager medical staff fucking anyone everyone that's what? involved in this could you they, could they have had talks and said ah oh, fuck this we're, we're, we don't have over yeah just get over it. we're gonna have to take our licks Oh, I'd be surprised, but it, it looks that way. Do you know what I mean? It looks, I know Sean, he's a big fan of saying Groundhog Day. Uh, it's the same show over and over again, throwing, you know, the same thing, doing the same thing wrong and hoping that it works out. It's, it's a bit desperate. But, you know, I think I'd be surprised if they, they must have pride. Do you know what I mean? They have to have pride. And that's the they're not playing working. like they have, but they're not playing like they have. And that, that's the frustrating thing I'd say for everybody is they're not playing like a team that has any pride, that have no hunger and has no desire. Um, to, to go back to the point about the centre backs, you know, the centre backs, we know what, what Reese Williams and Nat Phillips are. We know what their, their uh, vulnerabilities are and Nico Williams as well. If the midfield aren't walking their balls off, it doesn't matter where your line is playing because if they're a high line or a deep line, teams are just going to come through you. So there has to be a bit of fight and there has to be a bit of desire and there's none of that in this team at the moment. I don't, you know, it looks like they've thrown in the tail, but I'd be surprised if they've said, let's jack this crap in now and come 13th in the league or something. You know what I mean? The the, the reputational damage that that would do, I think it'd be too big. You know what I mean? I think it'd be. I think in their heads they might have checked out. I think they might have checked out in their heads, but to actually have a plan to say, "No, nah, this isn't for us," I, I'd be very, very surprised. But yeah. it's. I, I would be surprised too. Absolutely, of course. You can't imagine um, having a team meeting saying, "Look, lads, the league's fucked, um, <laughs> and let's concentrate on the UCL." Um, that but, is managers. But, but but my point is my point was with regards to this point, the worrying part of the of this aspect is Klopp 
picking that team, which suggests, okay, he's the one who sets the mindset. He's the one who sets the tone for the for, in terms of attitude and mentality. And if he's picked that team, that's the worrying part for me. What's going through his mind? That's what I'd like to have a discussion at some point with you guys about. Because oh. I, I don't know. This is worrying. Yeah, AS says fans were asking for changes. We got seven changes and still lost. I'm afraid that losing is becoming a habit now. I've ran out of ideas. And Tahir, uh, I'm going to just call you Tahir because that's Qureshi. his name. Qureshi. Qureshi. Thanks very much, yeah. Chris. Um, no he says Liverpool works like this. VVD was injured and the defence collapsed. Henderson injured and the midfield collapsed. Jota injured and the strikers collapsed. Klopp's decision, everything collapses. Where are the leaders? And uh, that's a fair question. And Shani, I'll come back to you. That's a fair question because, you know, we are missing we are missing leaders in the side in Henderson in in Van Dijk we've we've missed um, Fabinho for a while. You know, there's a lot, we know all the players we've been missing, but I'm still looking. I'm still looking there today, and I'm still looking for Robertson. I'm still looking for Wijnaldum. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking for Milner. I'm still looking for Salah. I'm still looking. You know what I mean? I, I'm still looking for players that take the impetus, and and even to an extent, Kate, Shakiri, that have been. You know, Kate is. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut Kate a bit of slack because he has been injured and he's come back in. And I think it's hard for players coming back injured into this and trying to lift the side. A bit like Jota when he was back after three months. But I'm still looking. I thought Kate was okay today, actually. But mm. um, do you know what I mean, Shani? Like, people think leaders and they think who has the captain's armband on. But I'm looking yeah. for... Uh, I'm not even seeing it from them players, Shani. You know what I mean? I think Where, the one, the one who on. stepped up in the in the absence of Van Dijk, notably, was Robertson. I think early part of the season, he was um, probably player of the season. Um he, he plays too many minutes. Uh, it's just as simple as that. And he's had to do that again this year, even with Simicast coming in. He hasn't even had the chance to rest. So the Simicast signing in, in theory was just worth nothing to us. Like it, it didn't add any value to the squad because he hasn't been available. And then and the flip side to that is that Robertson's form begins to tail off as he gets tired. And, and that's normal because, look, all of this in perspective, these lads are human. At the end of the day, they are human. No matter what way you see, they got the reputation as mentality monsters and machines for the way that they played for years and years. But at the end of the day, they are human. They do have capacities. Like they're finite beings. Like they're not they they're not computer generated bleeding soldiers that just keep going and going and going. There's so many factors. But you said leaders, Gav. And if I'm if I had to pick two leaders out of the squad in the last six to eight weeks throughout this, one's who it looks like it's haunting, one's who look like they're picking her up. They're both scousers. They're both, one is 21 and one is 19. Mm. I'm talking about Trent and I'm talking about Jones. Trent yeah. is still a kid. He's still learning his trade. People forget that. He's still a kid in terms of being a right back. He's still learning this trade. He just happened to be so good the last couple of years that he gets shoveled in with all the senior players. He shouldn't even be a senior player. He's only a senior player based on the amount of appearances that he's made. He's still a man, he's still a kid learning his trade. Curtis Jones, it's his first breakthrough season in the team. He's been one of the outstanding performers of it now. He's been good and he's been crap, but he's a kid. And they're two that you can see that are fighting, but they're the only two that I see that are fighting. 
You could nearly throw Matt Phillips into that as well, Sean. Yeah, you know, I'm that, you know yeah, he's, well, he's no, not the best player. We know absolutely. that, but for a player who was on the way out, he's probably putting a Gee, bit no. of effort in, we, and that's it. That's all we both say. said when he went with whoever he went with against City that he City, should have yeah. played Nat Phillips, and we both got Nat Phillips hasn't yeah. done an awful lot wrong. But I just look if I'm being honest with you, he's not good enough to play by Liverpool. Oh no, like, and it, that's being shown by the table. Like Reese Williams is not good enough being played by Liverpool. But these lads never asked for this. These yeah. both knew their roles coming into the season. They now probably be fifth or sixth choice, especially Reese Williams. I'll hang around and I'll play a few games in the Carabao. I'll learn me trade. Them lads are probably thinking two or three years down the line, I get a move to a championship club off the back of playing for Liverpool. But then he's been called in to play first team football in the, the Champions League group stages and this that. And look, they've done well in moments. But the thing is, the level of players that we're playing have us at the level that we're at now. Look, this is no surprise. Like this, this shouldn't be a surprise. I, I had, we had this discussion today. I don't know whether people in the chat, and I don't think this needs you. That back four today is possibly the worst back four that Liverpool Football Club has ever fielded in a Premier League football match. Um. There has to be a Hodgson back four that's worse. There's, no. probably one, there's probably one with Julian Jeskey, well. Danny Wilson, fucking... Yeah, well, let, 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 let the chat... It's a good question. It's a good question for the they'd chat. They'd have a Carragher, they'd have someone like that. Yeah, the thing is, the, the boys, not digging them out, that fifth and sixth choice, the boys have done well, Reese Williams, the, the lads are just not at the level and that's fine. That That's that's okay because that they've... They weren't there to do this. They weren't. They shouldn't be here in the first place. They shouldn't be called upon in the first place. Maybe only one at a time beside a Fabinho or a, a Matip or a Van Dijk. But like, it, there's no excuse for Nico Williams. He's our second choice right back. He's not good enough. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. But, he's but, no, he's but, no idea, but he's not good enough. Gav, he is the player that's supposed to allow Trent to rest and he's not good enough. Mm. Yeah, Because he can't I, be trusted. I, I, I get, I get that. I absolutely get that. But I think when you look at, when you look at, like you said, these players didn't ask for this. And, and Nico Williams goes into that bracket for me. Nico Williams, not Phillips, Reese Williams. Okay. For me, um, three, three defenders there that like, they should have all been looking at this season going, I'll play a bit in the Carabao. I might get 20 minutes in a game here or there. And they haven't. They've had to play more than you would expect alright now I'm not telling you Nico Williams will be second choice right back for Liverpool next year or the year after the year after that I'm not telling you that Phillips will be or Reese Williams will be but I still look at them and I I don't give them a pass they're professional footballers playing for Liverpool they may be doing it too soon but I look at players around them Shawnee and you know and, and I, I, I went back to this a couple of weeks ago I was getting very frustrated over yeah the injuries are there but the people coming in are either not not standing up or they're not available. You know what yeah. I mean? And and that was getting to me. And I've kind of gone the other way now where I'm kind of going, but hold on, if if we're putting these players on the pitch, like don't get me wrong, right? Liverpool conceded one goal today. One fucking goal they conceded today. And we had Shakiri, we had Jota, we'd Salah, we'd Mane on the pitch. We had, you know, um we Trent comes on, you had Robert, you had plenty there to go forward and win a game. You know what I mean? And we conceded one and all these players just didn't show up. They just didn't show up. And I am, tr- I'm genuinely, I'm finding it difficult to assess this 
Um, and I think it'd be much easier to assess if a whole squad was there and we're this bad because you just go, it's it's you can't it's, you can't it, assess you can't analyze. No, it's I, I'm I'm I, that's why I'm finding a hard is because you can't analyze this. What I'm saying is like if if we had Gomez and Van Dijk at the back and we had Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago midfield and the three boys up front and Jota was available all the time and you were rotating and all this and you know Simakas was available more and you know yourself a, a normal kind of season. And we were in this run of form. I would be the force to turn and go, they're done. They're done. They, they've had two to three great seasons and they're done. They're, they're physically and mentally shot and we need to go and replace a fucking load of them. But trying to assess it with 20 different fucking centre-back partnerships and all sorts of bullshit, I, is, I'm finding very hard. And that's not to defend what's gone on over the last six, eight weeks or whatever it might be. I'm just finding it hard to pin it on something exactly you know what i mean i agree, you can, with, you. Uh, I agree you, with you but what you can do what you can do in situations like this and then you know we often hear this and i think this could be more significant for us in this in this season than most is when they say coaches and managers learn a lot about their players uh during the hard times during times like this when you need to really see the mentality of certain players if they're going to be stood up, if there's an self-entitlement in players, if there's an attitude, slight attitude in players, all these kind of things, I'm 100% certain Klopp is learning a lot. And that's the only consolation I can make of the situation. Yeah, it's that's a fair point. I think Gab, you, be, I th- come on, Johnny. You, you, you said there that you can't pin this on one thing, but you can. Like... This well, I can't. Home. I can't personally, in my, in my opinion. After but come, to watch Gav, this, this comes from a problem that we've done ex- has existed at the club for a number of years, and it's not doing what was needed in terms of recruitment. Not just in January, in the summer before, we knew the situation regarding Matip. We knew the situation regarding Lovren. We let him go. So you go into you go into a season where Van Dijk, Gomez, Matip, and then you have Fabinho is going to be a four-choice centre-back. Now, let's be honest, Van Dijk and fucking Gomez are gone for the season in the space for fortnight. But still, poor planning. This is all... Got, it, it, yeah, but Shawnee, all, yeah, but Shawnee, we, we've got I, the resources I, I, right now it, to beat the teams that we've you've mentioned I, at the start of the podcast. I get you, and that... But, Chris, it's all symptomatic. It's a big snowball effect. It literally knows. It is. It triggles down. Yeah, but it's also madness to then taking into consideration all that you've said. And I agree with you. We all know. We all know the situation. But it's it's more it's more mad and it's more crazy and it's more hard to fathom that Klopp and the coaches have played the same with those players missing and the and- new players in. Yes, that's and, the problem. And that I have been this is where I'm gonna get into it. The injuries have caused us a title charge. And I'm being honest with you, I'm gonna say this, and people may not agree with it. Jorgen Klopp has cost us a top four spot. And I'll mm. go into it. He's done absolutely nothing to change. It's four three three every single fucking week at home. It's the same football, sleepwalking, whipping balls into the box against fucking banks of eight. 
when the three centre halves are six foot fucking two each, and we're trying to put the ball on Bobby's head, who can't even get into the box because he's busted. I tell wide forwards, not one of that five foot fucking ten, the pair of them. It's not the game. Klopp has done nothing to change. I I wanted to see a lineup today where you went, oh, I wonder what he's doing there. That's interesting. Yeah, but. We got the fucking very opposite. I got what yeah. we got. What the fuck is he doing there? My I thought, I, I, honest to God, when I saw the lineup, my first prayer was, I hope Mane and Salah are up top as a pair and Shakiri's playing behind them. Jota I hope Shakiri. I beg your pardon. Sorry, Jota and Salah and Shakiri and Keita are behind them. Lo and mm. behold, Jota to the left, Shakiri to the right. No, absolute no legs in central midfield. Honest to God, that was the most... In terms of physically being bodied by these players, it was men against boys out there. Honest to God. And that was the worst I've ever seen of it in terms of pure just being bullied off the ball, pushed off the ball. Well, and, it, and that's hard to take. Darius Hoyt says, we just can't find the net. That's it. Long ball's not working. Cross is not going away. And keepers making great saves. That's it. Uh Tahir Karishi. Am I good to get that right this well time? Done. Yeah, you've done well um, on that. Yeah. Klopp, I was trying to remember. <laughs> I was just delighted when Grace kept talking. Uh, Klopp has deliberately sabotaged to tell the owners he needs players. None of his coaches or his numbers to are telling him uh, what uh, what he is doing. Sorry. And great name, by the way. I'm Blue Dabadi Dabada. Dabadoy. Okay. Um, uh, he says it, or he or she, I don't know. Um, it isn't the centre backs that are supposed to score. It's the trio up front. Don't just blame on the centre back pairings. Milner. What's the recipe for surprising the kids, treating yourself, and ditching dish duty? Ordering your Pizza Hut faves like original pan, original stuffed crust, and more. Order now at PizzaHut.com. No one out pizzas the hut. Prices and participation vary. Living on reputation, Shakiri for him is trash. And like, I'm going to be honest, like. Uh, I don't agree with Shawnee when he says, you know, um, the planning and, 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 you know, this, that, because I, I went into this season going, Simakas, if he walks out to any extent, is yeah. fine. I went in going, Tiago, fucking delighted, and Jota, brilliant. Um, I will say, and I've, and Grizz has said this for a little while, he always feels like we're one player short, and I did agree with him. I thought we might be one player short. Where that was, I wasn't too sure. Um, I was quite happy with the squad. What's happened? You can absolutely allow for that. But right now, I think it's it's a different. You have to differentiate between the start of the season and what's happened, and that's fine, you know. And I think we've done well up to Christmas. To what's going on now? You have to look at it now and what the players are doing. And and don't get me wrong, I think Shawnee has a has a point with regards to doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Keith, when you look at like I'm. As I said, I'm I'm trying to hard to pin it on something. I'm I'm trying to, it mentality wise, I'm trying to, I'm trying hard. But when you look at this, do you see a way out? Do you see do, do you see a way that he can deal with the players that he has and, and the amount of football they have in them, the amount of you know, how mentally drained they are, how physically drained they are. Do you see a way out of this where he can persist, which I don't think he should, but change it, change players, change formations, mix it up and just go. Because if you're writing off a league, which I think he, not a league, I think he's writing off a league campaign today with that lineup for me. But if you're writing that off, you might as well just go, listen, we're, the Champions League is if is it for us. And if Fulham can work it out, fucking, you know, Leipzig, Bayern, Man City, whoever else is left, can work it out. Should he just keep, throw caution to the wind, change it up and go, listen, just let's fucking go for it and see what happens. 
Gav, every week since we've been in this slump, every week we do this show, the four of us are on here and we say, what does he need to do to change it? And each of us to a man says, well, I think he needs to tweak the formation and he needs to move away from 4-3-3 and he needs to stop this new fucking plan we have of floating balls into the box or as Sean, you said, you've three six foot five defenders and a keeper at six foot seven that's happy to sweep all them up. But he keeps doing the same thing. So I don't know what, you know, this season... <laughs> Every team knows what how to beat Liverpool. It doesn't matter who the personnel are at the back. A high ball over the top is going to catch us out. Whether we have Robbo and Trent playing there, or whether we have Nico Williams and Simicas playing there, whether we have Fabinho, Kabak, Nat Phillips, Reese Williams, whoever we have in those positions, it's an easy way to get at us. But it's the forwards not scoring or creating enough we could have limped our way up to a better position if the attacking players could have done a bit more. Now, I don't like criticising Mo Salah, but his agent wasn't very quick today with his blade and twee. After Salah makes a balls of it for the goal, makes a balls of it, it's probably harsh, but, you know... I've done it for him. I've done it for him. Yeah, but, but you know what I mean? That's the frustrating thing. You've got <laughs> that guy coming out as soon as Salah gets substituted, which is disgraceful in itself that an agent is coming out doing that. Scum. But, you know, Mo Salah is the top scorer in the league. I'm not digging out Mo Salah. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying he can't do it. You know, we were screaming out for Jota. Jota can't do it. There's no creativity in that team. And I'm putting that down to the midfielders not being creative enough, being a bit dead on their feet. The forwards just not having that spark, but it does stem from the defence because if you've not got a set steady defence, your whole team is impacted. We've seen it when Kabak came in, the miscommunication with Alisson. We've seen that the fullbacks haven't been as maybe attacking as they usually are. It's just the whole thing is broke. What do we do with it? I think we just need to get to the summer and whatever happens in this season. Like it, we're not gonna we're not gonna win the Champions League. I know people think, oh, we'll put all our eggs in the Champions League. Are you joking me? Because Scott Parker knew how to bleed and do us. Chris Wilder was having pops at us. Fucking your mate Thomas Tuchel was bleeding dead wire to how to beat us. Do you not think like the Simeones and the Hansi Flicks and all these guys, the Pep Guardiola's, they're gonna absolutely marmalade us in that the way we're playing now. So these players need to show a bit of pride a bit of fight, like, th- th- there's nobody there. One of the biggest sickening things is that the players, like, the, the Everton game, Richarlison puts his goal, picture up of him sticking his tongue out, celebrating his goal, and their players are liking that. Do you know what I mean? You've mm. got Alisson hugging Jordan Pickford after again. You know, doesn't these players need to, it's a stupid analogy maybe, but, you know, the likes of Rocky and all, you know what I mean? You have to blade and hit the bottom and then when you're at the bottom you bleed and say right there's only one way up I don't know where the bottom is for this team because every week we think this is the bottom it can only get better it's getting fucking worse the bottom could be on Wednesday Keith I don't know Shawnee because I think it might be the week after that as well and the week after I agree with with Shawnee if Wednesday doesn't go well that's it that's it yeah it it literally just you know, close your eyes, go to sleep and wake up in August. But um, it's every week we're saying that this is it yeah. can't get any worse. It starts from now. We're full of my home. That's the end of this run of uh, five home defeats. You're joking me. 
Sorry, I get to you now, Grizz, but Free World says Salah's effort was faultless today. People just mentioned Salah in the chat there. A lot of people mentioned Thiago in the chat for some reason. Um, I don't know why, but Grizz, I've asked, I, I've, mm-hmm. asked, um, I've asked Keith how he changed it and stuff like that. And I think, you know, all these players are used to playing 4 3 3. They are, right? But when I look at the way we, we usually play 4 3 3, like you have to remember when we had, you know, if we put our best eleven on the pitch, the way we play 4 3 3 isn't the way we're trying to play it now. We're, we're, we're standing off now where, you know, we don't seem to have to press and we control the game a lot more. Now it's a much more open game. Like someone in the chat says there earlier, the amount of chances we're giving up, half chances and good chances to teams because they're getting at us. Grizz, is there. You know, we talk about the formation to score goals and stuff. Is is there an argument to just go, listen, lads, do you know what we're going to do? We're going to go out here and we're just going to be a counter-attacking side. We're going to be really solid. We're going to protect what we have and we're going to be a counter-attacking side and we're not going to open ourselves up. Is there an argument to go down that route? Is along with a formation, along with personnel? Or Grizz, does he stick with what he has? Because I, I can I can feel Shawnee's frustrations over Klopp and, and not doing something different but then when I look at it I kind of go if he doesn't trust him in a 4-3-3 certain players he's going to trust him to do something else is it just a long time ago I, I think it's very yeah. hard I'm I'm finding it very difficult Grizz to, to walk this out I really am I know that's why I'm here for you thanks Chris. there's 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 no way we shouldn't have changed it by now uh, should have changed it by there's absolutely no way that you play the same players um, in same in same formations, and we're talking the second, third choices in some positions, sixth, seventh choice players. The, the, the we always hear about the game plan or the success of Jurgen Klopp's teams are all about his gegenpressing. pressing. There was not any amount of fucking gegenpressing pressing or normal pressing going on in that game. So why are you still playing the formation that is based on? counter-pressing, when the opposition lose the ball, three, four. Who did you see? Normally, we see players hounding players when they've lost the ball. Your Fabinho's, your Henderson's, your Ginny's are in there like fucking shot. Bobby's, Mane. You had the likes of um, who's the fel- Lamina flicking it here, flicking it there. The Reed Harrison Reed, fucking Aldai, uh, whoever he was, Lee Katamo he was, fucking just playing absolutely like Pelo in there. Today's formation was was and 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 the battle plans drawn up were so confusing. People talk about uh, Mo Salah. Um, I thought Mo Salah started off like a man possessed, like he had something to prove. But you know his confidence was absolutely shot after he made that mistake. He went missing in that second half, and that is worrying. We had Robertson being asked to babysit absolutely play as a third centre back just because we had. Phillips and Williams next to him, right? And we've got the most dangerous player of Fulham playing on the left-hand side, terrorising Shaq and Nico, who's playing as the Trent understudy. So, so Nico was being asked to bomb forward when we knew that Lookman is the most dangerous Fulham player. He had he had oceans to play in that first half. And, you, and Keith touched upon... It is based on uh, attack. Is based on the back players because that's the way he form, formulates his team. He sets up his team so the back players have possession because they press so high, and when they have possession, they're able to pick out players in midfield. 
Unfortunately, unfortunately, Nico, Williams and Phillips are atrocious on the ball. Bless them. They are atrocious on the ball. So every time they were, so how many times did I see Nabi Keita asking for the ball to his feet? What were they doing? Just lumping it long. I'm not blaming them. That's what they are. That's who they are. That's, that's their level. So this is down to clock to see that, gauge that he's got the wrong players in the wrong formation. And so therefore there is no fluidity in attack. There's absolutely, the only way I thought we're going to score today is like that Jota shot, a moment of brilliance, or maybe not even a set piece, maybe a moment of brilliance and a, or maybe a mistake from them. There's no way we're building play like we usually do, constructive attacking play with those players in that formation. So yes, long story, uh, long story short and give a quick answer to you. Yes, we should have long time ago changed the way we play. We shouldn't be looking to go and attack teams with the personnel we've got. Well, teams are war controllers. They're war yeah. controllers. Well, Air I just want to. Re- I just want. I just want to read plan A. Air plan B is plan A with different players. Yeah, I I just want to read these out because King Apugo. Um, I hope I have that right. Uh, Thiago Thiago looks up to see uh and sees Genie Curtis Jones and Milner obviously to pass the ball to. And I'm blue is back. He says they need we need a KDB or a Bruno Fernandez to make stuff happen. Charlie, I'll put this to you then. We. If, if if we have centre halves, okay, I'm, I'm people are talking about our transition, our, our our forward passing. It seems to be long balls or balls into the box. Is there an argument then to just turn and say, listen, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to put our most creative midfielder passing wise deepest. So we're going to take that responsibility away from our centre halves. So <coughs> look for Thiago to get deep and get on the ball. All right, no, and make it happen. I, I, uh, no, away. I, but, uh, but what I'm saying to you is. Instead of saying get Thiago forward or forward, we don't have the players to get it to him in in Phillips, in maybe Reese Williams, in Nico Williams, wherever it might be. Is there an argument to just drop him a bit deeper and say, listen, you're just going to play this quarterback role, as people will call it, um, and you're going to look to create from a bit deeper. And we're going to try put something not as creative as you, but some sort of creativity ahead of you in that tree. The likes of a Curtis Jones and a workhorse push Genie forward yeah, um, as a workhorse. You're saying a workhorse. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying it'll work. I'm not saying it, it's the absolute. Well, Gab, you're saying, but it's an idea. Is, the biggest thing that everyone is missing from all of this is yeah, I agree. I've been saying it since I blew on the face that we are missing the higher line with the, the more mobile centre backs mm-hmm. who have the pep range of passing on. But one thing that I've not seen many of these analysts or anything pick up on is that the fact that for the last three years, the reason why we were crying out for a Thiago is because everyone said our midfield la- r- lacked creativity and that's the only real area where we could... Um, functional. Imp- improve. Oh, yeah. You say functional, Gav. They were three fucking walk dogs in the middle. Yeah, but they functioned, they functioned to... Genie, Henderson, they, they functioned Fabinho. from Robertson and Trent and the three front Exactly. Three pressing animals who often turned the ball over higher up the pitch. All right? So, we haven't had that at any stage this season because Virgil got injured too soon. The second game of the season is away to Chelsea and we have to play Fabinho at centre-back. So, we wouldn't, we didn't have this at any stage. We've completely missed that. This is not a slight on Thiago because I understand exactly why Thiago was brought into the team and that's fine. I get it. Thiago in there with a, a Henderson and a Fabinho works perfectly fine. I don't mind him at all in there. 
He has license to roam and do whatever he wants. Look what he did against Chelsea when the 10 men, he pulled them all over the shop. And that's what he would have been doing with Henderson and Fabinho in there. He never had that luxury. He had to come here and walk his bollocks off. And I'm telling you now, that's not what he was intending to do. I even, I'd imagine that when he was brought in, he was being sold the fact that he's going to be playing further up the pitch as a more defence midfielder because he played in the double six at Bayern and he had Goretzka carrying his water for him. That's what, he, that's what it was. He was surrounded by two, the, Kimmich and Goretzka in there doing all, and then you just orchestrate, you're the metronome, you get us ticking. He hasn't got to do that here. You, you see Thiago Tornan and there's nobody moving in front of him as well at the same time and he has to go back inside. Yeah. There's been zero movement by the forward players. That perpetuates and the myth that he slows us down, doesn't it? Like, exactly. No he didn't movement. slow us down today, did he? Did no. he slow us down today? Were we quicker today? Absolutely yeah. not. If anyone slowed us down, it's the likes of a Cordes Jones who was inexperienced and just not moving the ball quick enough. So, systematically, we've been shattered by the loss of the, the centre-backs and then the fact that you lose your, your workhorses out of midfield, the whole thing is out of whack. The whole thing is out of whack. And you're not even replacing centre-backs with centre-backs. You're replacing centre-backs with centre-mids. Therefore, you can't rotate your centre-mids. So, therefore, Gini Wijnaldum has to play every single week. Thiago has to play most. Thiago comes straight back from an injury and it's just bang, straight in. You know Klopp doesn't like to do things that way. Not only that, Sean, you are replacing your centre-backs, which are defensive-minded midfielders, Correct. which is obvious. Correct. And that takes them out of your midfield, which How takes many... away the base to build your attacks from the midfield. Like, it's, it's like, so... Are... Everything is fucking just connected. It's domino. And I... I know people go on about his, uh, his fitness and all, but I look, Keita showed us a little bit of something different today. You could see some of the things he was trying on the edge of the box. And he's the one player that we have there now who can win the ball high up. Yeah. That's a facet of a game that's been completely gone. My issue then, Gav, my issue, Gav, is that we fucking know this. So how come Klopp can't spot this? How You cannot tell me that does not... 16 players there available for a match day, even 14 because you've got three subs. So you have 11 players to start and three subs. You can't tell me that there's 14 players there of the quality that you can amalgamate and make a different system. What works for us? Better than the one that we're trying to do instead of trying to do what we used to do. Because I, it's think, not I think, I think, I think he's, um, I think it's got confusing for him this season. I think. We've resorted to what we know and what he knows best. I think we've all discussed the plan was to play Thiago in a different role. Absolutely. The plan was, the plan was to bring in Jota. The plan was to make us more flexible, more different from, from last season. I think what happened, and it's pretty evident, what's happened is with all these injuries, etc., etc. Et 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. They've put that plan on the back burner for when the big boys come back. When I mean the big boys, the right centre-backs to play that role, the right midfielders to play in that Tiago role. And he's tried to go back to this, the formation, the, the whole squad, 
kind of knows, all the players know. They've been training in it probably in 11-a-side games as well. And they've gone back to sort of the orthodox, the, 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 what's the word? You know, when you go to the, like, it's like an autopilot type formation. Everyone knows their roles. Everyone knows where they're going. Mm -hmm. But again, he hasn't got the personnel and that's what's letting us down. And if you analyze the games, we are, I hate to sort of, not hate to put a positive light on it, but we're losing like we're, we're, it's not it's not a positive light, Gav. It's just we, we're getting done by either a mistake or a brilliant goal, brilliant strike from uh, the other day, Mason Mount. Brilliant. Yeah. We we, look, we we haven't even talked about the goal. It was a fantastic strike. We're getting one goal, and and then we haven't got the personnel. The structure of our game is not based on creating chances with the personnel we have, and therefore we get stuck. And we're waiting on a moment of brilliance, and it's not happening at the moment. Absolutely yeah. isn't. Oh, I'm I'm the blue fella. I'm just going to call this fella from now on. Um, Liverpool, needs, Liverpool needs to stop living off Robertson and Trent. They have been figured out. They need a proper central attacking midfielder to link up with Thiago. Keith, yeah. when I look at this right, and and I, I keep going back to the centre half stuff because I think yourselves and loads of people in the chat have said the ball over the top is killing us. People with time to look, take a touch, look, and bang one over the back of us. And look, it's leading. To goals, it's leading to chances, it's leading to teams getting up the pitch and being able to set themselves, even simple things like that. You know, like we've, we've seen it all in football, we've all played football, and you know yourself, listen, if you get a chance, put it in behind and it get us up the pitch, and you know, yeah. we set ourselves from there and stuff like that. It's very simple stuff. Jack Charlton made a living off it, right? But oh, is there an argument then to say, listen, we need to stop that at source. So, right, and I'm only throwing ideas out here just to see what people think because we can, listen, we can all fucking wallow in this and, and we are most of the days, I think, at this stage. But I'm just throwing ideas out. Like, Shani mentions there Keita and one thing for, with Keita for me is I always expected Keita to be a fella that he's, he's quick, he's, he's nimble, he's low sense of gravity, low centre of gravity. He, he glo and I've seen him in Germany, he was, he was going by fellas as if they weren't there, right? But what I did notice at Liverpool was, um, his pressing is fucking outstanding, right? Yeah. Outstanding at pressing. You've seen him rob players time and time again. He does it against, I think it's Huddersfield in like 12 seconds yeah. and scores and stuff like that. Times. Yeah, so he's really good at it. So Keith, is there an argument to say, listen, we're going to play our front three, but we're going to play Naby in a 10. And what we're going to do is we're going to make these three air defence, if you like. So Salah, where Salah Jota Mane, for argument's sake, because people have gone off the boy with Firmino, and I think he needs a rest. So is there an argument to say, listen, we're going to we're going to keep that high line because that's the way we play and we have to press. And if, we, if one goes, we all go sort of thing. But is there an argument to say, we're going to put Naby in the 10 and he's going to be our trigger? A bit like years ago. Do you remember Lalana was the trigger? Yeah. Is there an argument to do something like that and just say, we'll stop them getting time to look and hit balls, measured balls over the back of us. But, and by doing so, we're, and to do so, we're going to put Kate in there. And we're going to have Jota, Mane, Salah. And we're going to say to them, for listen, you just press like animals. And we're going to have two behind you backing you up. And our fullback's going to be high. And we'll take that risk. But we're going to try lessen it by pressing like fuck up top. Because that's yeah. gone missing for me. But we need them all to do it. That's the problem, Gav. You know, Nabi, yeah, Nabi Kate, I'll say Nabi Kate is possibly the best presser we have in the squad at the moment. But Nabi Kate can't be trusted and that's unfortunate you know what I mean because Naby Keita's fitness is a huge issue he should be in there pressing because what I personally think we need to do right, is get 
people running and people said I sound like Roy Keane or Graham Sealness or one of these old fashioned, you know, get the donkeys in there. It's not that we need to start we need to start pressing them high because it's easy to just play through us. It's too easy to play through us. We need to press high. We need Kata in there. We need what I do is I do a four four two diamond and just fucking flood the midfield. And if you want to put Kata up the top of that or whatever, they just need to change the formation. Four three three with Kata sitting in a ten. If the others aren't working, we're just going to get absolutely bypassed. We're going to get pinged out of it, and that's the worry I'd have with that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's you spoke. You you've said two players there that Graham Sooners and you want to sound like Graham Sooners and Roy Keane. They knew a bit about central midfield play. Yeah, and yeah, they know, course, you yeah. know they knew it, and 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 I die, I absolutely, you know, do you remember, you know, last season or a couple of seasons ago, there was so much shit chatted about the Brexit midfield. I'd fucking yeah. cry for but a Brexit. They, they probably want now. like a Lee Catamol in there, you know what I mean? A bleeding, a clogger, and a kicker. Yeah, you know, know. No, they're talking about no, they're talking this, our versions whole, of cloggers. This whole ideology of midfielders having to be creative comes from FIFA, yeah. and you're looking at your De Bruyne's and your Bruno Fernandez's. The pure luxury players. We don't we don't have room for luxury players in their setup. Not the no. way it is. That's what they are. But that and you rely on them. And that's grand when you're not functioning. But if we had the three dogs in midfield, nobody'd be saying a fucking thing about Trent and, and Robertson. They're yeah. putting off the scales number for their output for fullbacks is insane. It's never been before seen in, in English football. Shani, we were the Look, meanest. I tell you what, here's a perfect example, right? We we could go on about them and look at what Solchar's doing at United. He everyone is going mad because it's fucking Fred and McTominay, Fred and McTominay. You ask anyone who just watches football who's been United's player this season, I'd say ninety percent of them would say Bruno Fernandez. It's bollocks. United's player this season has been Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. Because he's been able to do that because he has a Fred. And he has a McTominay covering them there. Look at his goal today. He's been doing that every single week. We made that position like that. That's what you can do when you have players that can afford to do. Nobody's giving out about Luke Shaw now yeah. when he was getting pelters. He's playing in a system that suits him. Everyone's giving out about Trent last week for the goal. Trent is not a defender. He didn't play defender on 23s. He just came into the team there and his distribution was unbelievable. So he was left there. He's the best attacking fullback in the world. He's going to get caught. So like guy's going to fucking cut the bark. You can scapegoat every single player. The fact of the matter is, the biggest issue with the team, and Gab, I get you, I'd love to just turn around and say, do you know what, for the next 10 games, give it everything you have and press like fuck. The juice isn't in the tank. No, they can't do that. I 100% get that. And people are saying, like, you can't rely on Nabi Keita. And, you know, and that's, yeah, that's a fair point due to his injury record. I'm just saying what, to work with what we have now. You know what I mean? We and all right, the juice mightn't be there, but lads, like w- when you're looking at it, we're, we're, the way it is now, there's long balls going over the back of us, and we're having to run all the way back there yeah. to try fucking sort out, and then we're trying to have to run all the way back up the fucking pitch. It 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 sounds like it's a lot more work in that press, but it actually doesn't work out like that because you're making the pitch smaller. You're reducing the risk of those measured balls over the yeah, back. But, Gav, you're, you're oh, but I'm just saying... Kilometres in the legs, Gav. You haven't got it in the tank. I 100% get you. I 100% get you. I'm just trying to say, Liverpool, to me, look like they're high up the pitch, which is fine. They've always been like that. We've seen at the start of the season, have we dropped a yard or two? Do you remember when when um, when Gomez was out and, and Fabinho 
came in and we were wondering, have we dropped a yard or two or have we moved up a yard or two? There was a big debate. Do you remember for a couple of weeks, hopefully? What I'm saying is the high line is just the way we play, but you can't play a high line if you're not pressing. And I seen from Fulham today, Fulham were playing two and three passes and next of all, they were able to look. Fellas in space, you know, 60 yards from their goal going, I'm just popping one in behind the key, here. Do you know what I mean? Is- and I'm not, I'm not asking for Keita to be absolutely relied upon. I'm just saying, but what you have now, you have to take everything on face value and go, listen, we're just going to put them in there and just see what happens. Because I think that there's nothing to lose at this stage. There's absolutely they nothing. Should there's a couple, there's a, sorry, Chris, there's a couple of things I have to read out and then I'll get straight back to you, right? Uh, Darius Hoyt says, how do you solve the, this right back now, or this back four now, go to a back five? We can't buy anyone to log us and who wants to complain about lack of transfers from now until June? Um, Gagandy Poir says, and I, I've done really well with that name. Um, <laughs> I saw a slight tweak in the formation. Other outlets had us lining up in a 4 3 1 2 with Shaq in a 10, with Salah and Jota in a 2. And it looks like they're doing during the game before Klopp made his subs. It, it did, I, I agree with you. I think there was, it did look like a slight thing, but it's still. The approach me, was it's the just, same, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's, it's not protecting. The, the area that you want to protect, do you know what I mean? It just, for me, and I think it's it like Shani says when you when you're when there's so many kilometers in your legs and you're losing that, it's it's hard to protect while doing that thing where you're playing a high line and you're just leaving yourself open to those balls. And the blue fella says, um, "Man United use Fred and McTominay not because they're the best, but because they keep pressing and it's not functional. Yeah. Well, that's goes back to that functional. Word, functional. That's why Donny Van der Beek can't get into that team. Yeah, exactly. um I'll come back to you because I promised I would, so you walk away. No, I was just going to say, with regards to this sort of trying to work out or suggest how Liverpool go forward, I think this should have been done in the, you know, when we had a break recently, where we had a two, I think we had about two weeks off where we didn't have a game. That's when this change of plan, change of tactics should have come in because that was at at our peak of injuries in terms of players out. Um, You know, we had sort of injuries at the back and in midfield. Now it's going to be very difficult to revert to any other formation apart from our usual one because because Jota is back now, because Fabinho, fingers crossed, is back now, because Keita is back now. And now we have the opportunity to change that midfield, to play a different type of midfielder. Fabinho and Gini double pivot will be back to more like what we're used to. So now maybe the back four will have protection. Now they will have, now we will have pressing in the midfield. So I don't think we can afford to. I don't think Klopp will change it now. The time was to change it when we had that um, sort of two week gap. Now, you know, if, if anything happens, it's going to happen in the international break where we sort of, you know, regroup, reassess what our target is going to be. Obviously, I know you guys think that Wednesday could be dangerous. I think we're going to, we're through de- Wednesday. Um, inshallah, where we'll get through, um, we'll get through Leipzig. That won't be a problem. But but look, if we're gonna if we're gonna ch- if we're gonna change our if we're gonna change our formation and tactics now, I think it it doesn't make sense now because of more options in midfield and crucial options like you guys have discussed. Cater is a demon presser, and Fabinho is one of the best mid- you know best DMs, best press front foot pressers in world football. So it doesn't make sense to change it now, in my opinion. All right, one last topic before we go. Um... And before I get into this, um, if you're watching, please hit the like button. It's very important to us. Um, if the more you hit the like button, the more people get to see this, the more people get in the chat, and the more, um, 
the more brilliant comments we get. Um, so please hit the like button. Um, I don't know how many likes we have. I, there's, there's nearly 800 people watching, but I don't know how many likes we have. Please hit that now if you can or on the way out, please. Um, the second thing is make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And if you are subscribed and you know other people that are interested in watching, go and tell them to subscribe. When we get to 10k, we have a giveaway, right? And it's a brilliant prize. Um, and as soon as we hit 10k, we're going to put us all in a hat. And one winner will come from this. So if you want to be sneaky, you can get your ma to subscribe. And then if your ma wins, you get the prize. You know what I mean? You can be, there's loads of ways of winning this. You know what I mean? If you're on a football team, yeah, you just ring them all and go, listen, all of you subscribe to that. Cause if, and if we, if one of you win, I get the prize or whatever. But listen, it's very important. Hit the like button, hit the share button, make sure you subscribe. And, um, promise when 10k comes, we're, we're at about nearly eight and a half thousand. But when, um, when when the 10k comes, you're gonna like the prize. I promise you. Somebody says there's 187 likes with 800 people watching. Um, 187, 207 apparently. 224 likes. Grant, still flying. Doctor flying. Um, Grizz is appalled, but um, so just just hit hit the like button, please. Um, it helps us and um, it helps us and it, it shuts Grizz up. Uh, Courtney asks a very very good question there. Um, she says. In fairness, it's a fucking great question. It's gone off the screen because so many comments coming in. It says, um, how big is that hat for 10,000 fucking people? The one, I, the, one I'm, the one I usually wear. The big beanie <laughs> for that big head of, of, of the greatest can. Uh, Battery says, uh, when the inshallah comes out, it's dangerous times. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. It's last resort stuff. Yeah, we're well, well, definitely going through on Wednesday. Yeah, and yeah. giving a one of them. You're joking. Yeah, it's not exactly leading, breeding confidence. Absolutely. Uh, Courtney, you will know that we just put it into a random generator. You can, there's a way of getting all your things into it. It'd be some fucking wheel though, wouldn't it? To split into 10,000. Yeah. We might have to do like that's, draw lots. That's like, a job for someone else, oh. Cal. We don't need to worry about that. Yeah, but you know what we could do? We could do like a Champions League draw and we have Keith who's the bald fella and isn't there usually a bald fella that does the Champions League draw and takes forever? Fella, yeah, yeah. yeah, we could do it like that. We could, we could <laughs> yeah. draw groups and all stuff. We could make an hour. Gav, you've, you've taken that knobhead off the screen who was talking about oh, Grizz is talking his usual nonsense. I, I get that point. Where's this? But he, oh, I had it earlier on the board. He says Grizz was shouting for formation change earlier and now he's saying no. I just explained that. You know, I literally explained why it made sense before and now it doesn't because we've got a lot of our players coming back. But hope he smashes the like button still. Smash Some the like people button. People don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't, oh, shit. Don't ever go to Spain. Explain, yeah. Fucking, I just explained, didn't I? Yeah. You absolutely <laughs> did. You absolutely did. But listen, um, no, hit the like, hit the share, hit subscribe. Keith Infantino. When, um, Keith Infantino, says Alex, yeah, there you go. We could, you go. we might have to do, we might have to split it into five wheels of, of, fortune and we, we'll definitely make it happen at 10k don't you worry about it somebody says the I, know, I know definitely what the prize is cousin. yeah no, you do I know, know what the, the prize is. is i know what the prize is so if it's going into champions league trial i'll be fucking heating the balls because i know what the president <laughs> <is. laughs> it's a serious serious uh it's a serious prize so yeah so um no it is a good prize but uh somebody says the prize is going to my cousin no it's not it's not um someone in the chat hopefully will win it uh but like it will it'll be a random generator and it'll be done live so there'll be no messing about we wouldn't do that on you um last thing lads before we go and all this when it's going on and you know yourself it always leads to you know we're asking how do we fix it on the pitch the personnel formation attitude wherever it might be but the question always comes up with what do we do in the long term? And when the long, when I say long term, I mean, you know, when the window opens. Grizz, does this for you show through the injuries we've got, 
through the lack of form, through you know players that you thought would have a future in the squad and just haven't performed, wherever it might be, does this tell you that this summer um, FSG are running out of options here? They're going to need to just put the hammer down. They really are. Yeah, most certainly. Most certainly they, they will. Um, I've accused them of doing the bare minimum um, since they've been here. Um, they do what's necessary in terms of, you know, whether it be uh, ex- extending, uh, expanding stands, uh, training ground. Um, with uh, within terms of play, so, so, uh, sorry, with the terms of um, on-pitch play investment, they've done the bare minimum. I beg your pardon, they've done the maximum off the pitch commercially, but on the pitch they've done bare minimum. Now is not the time where they do the bare minimum. If they don't this summer, then there will be an absolute change of flow in terms of um, the fan base and and what mood they're in. Going into this summer, you know, you'd say it's 50-50. A lot of FSG, anti-FSG lot. There's a lot of, you know, pro-FSG lot. Um, But this summer will be telling. 100%. 100%. They've, they're, they're backed into a corner, in my opinion, anyway. They have to act. And it's a shame that they have to act in the situation they're in where they could have made life so much easier for themselves and their manager and their fans. But, you know, it's Liverpool, isn't it? We do things the hard way. Um, so they will have to um, dig deep this summer, which I believe they will. But it's 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 shame the way it's, it's going to have to pan out. Yeah. Uh, Tahir... <clears throat> feels that Klopp's excuses are embarrassing and it's the best to say nothing. Klopp's in a no-win. He's like If he says something, it's going to be jumped on. I don't think he said the best stuff, to be honest. But I think if he says nothing, um, they'll just make stuff up. You know, They'll just make it up anyway. It doesn't It doesn't really matter. Um, Keith, does it put pressure on FSG now to regardless of where we finish, regardless of what competition yeah. European-wise we end up in, or at all, um, does it put pressure on them to look at this situation and go, listen, we're going to, the whole model of, 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 of making sales and adding a few quid to it and bringing in one or two, that has to be put, put aside at Simon and a, a big splash has to be made to ensure stuff for the next probably two, three, four years. Yeah, it's something we've touched on before was the sort of the, the future planning. Uh, not about, you know, splashing all this money. You know, you don't have to spend the most money to to improve the squad but you have the future plan for for the squad as it gets older and as Sean has touched on you know the the mileage in the legs now it's I think they're going to need to improve the, the starting 11 this summer it, not just you know a few supplementary players Hey imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now you should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium so try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. I on the squad, I think they need to, to, to bring in a few players that are going to be in the 11. And I think that's irrespective of where we finish, Gav. I think, you know, if we're finishing in the top four, well, then you're 
dining at the top table. But if we finish outside that, they're still going to have to invest. And it's going to be interesting to see if they can bring in the right players. Now, look, if you want names off me, the people are thrown in, and I'm just going to throw this one out, people are thrown in the, the number 10, the Bruno Fernandez, the Kevin De Bruyne. For me, the priority signing from midfield, and the lads will disagree with me, I'm sure, should be um, Hossamewa of Leon. should be the player that Liverpool go balls out on this summer. He's the player in that midfield, I think, that can not replicate what Genie does, but he's a ball carrier. And I think he's got a bit of craft and a bit of goyle. And I think he's the ideal type of player that we should be buying. I think we need that caliber of player, whether we're in the Champions League or not. And I think it's attainable. Mm. Um, you need someone to compete with Trent and Robertson. Look how good Luke Shaw has become. Yeah, after Trent is a big issue. Well, Luke Shaw just happened to get away from Josie Mourinho, who tried to ruin his fucking career as well, in yeah. fairness. Shawnee, um, you know, I think we're all in agreement that it's a big summer. Um, it's, you know, a lot of people in the chat feel that FSG will in no way step away from what they do. And if that's if that's selling players, three or four players for 40 million combined and giving them 20 and saying they're 60, go and get what you need. Um, a lot of players, a lot of people in the chat feel that way. And it's 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 not it's not the worst assumption, to be honest. Are you, yeah, I, I'll, I'll ask you different, something slightly different, Shani. Are you confident that FSG would back Jurgen Klopp to the absolute hilt this summer? Like, like, like what? Like, based look, take January out, right? They always kind of did what was necessary, a la Fabinho, Allison, Van Dijk. January, they let them down majorly, majorly, majorly. They let them down, and I think they let themselves down as well by not doing what needed to be done after winning the Euro, the European Cup, and then winning the Premier League. But this season will hit them in the pockets. The failure of this season will hit them in the pockets, and they will realise the price of being successful. So, if they don't invest, they are fucked. Yeah, because they're they need to protect their asset. So they have to. They've no choice. Now, what I do think, what I take confidence in is that I trust Edwards and Klopp to be able to bring in a type of player. Like, you give me a Pat Sandake, I know they make him world class in the space of two years. A Hasamawa, you know, and make him a world class player in the space of two years. We don't need to be breaking. We don't need the Mbappes and the Haalands and the likes. We don't need them because we. I make think we do. I think we do. I no, think we're maybe. past. I think we're past the stage no. of trying to make James uh, gems. I think we're the fan base is tired. I don't think they've got the patience to wait yeah, for these players to become gems. That's the fans. 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 I think Klopp's biggest challenge is what he has there. He needs to get a number of these players to buy back in yeah, emotionally because they own one of the... I always like... I love basketball. I look at Phil Jackson. There was the season when the Bulls didn't win the, t- didn't win the championship and it looked like the whole thing was going to break up because literally they could all go wherever they wanted and get paid massive sums of money to play for anyone else and just not play with Michael Jordan. So they didn't have to play with him. They could go anywhere and got paid. And Phil Jackson, they, they ended up calling it the last dance, I'm sure. Loads have seen the documentary. Phil Jackson said, just give me one more year 
and whatever happens then you can go they went off they won they all rode off into the sunset I think a few of these new lads need to ride off into the sunset I think Yamanes I think Salas I think I think they deserve to ride off into the sunset. I don't think they should be walking away now because it'll tarnish their legacy if they walked away now. Even yeah. Klopp. If Klopp walked in the summer, you could question his legacy. His legacy would be questioned. 100%. It was at the first sign of real... Adversity. Real, real adversity. They walked and they, they wilted and they fucked off. He needs to get... He needs to sit... And we need, we need fresh faces. And don't get me wrong, Grand Grizz. And then back there at Haaland... They yeah. do they do madness for this club on that club. But he needs to get a few of the lads there to buy back in for just at least one more season. Because oh, yeah, that's that's first. That's first. I, I think they owe that to themselves. That's before mm. any fucking transfers yeah. is done. Yeah. And it's highly likely that we're gonna end up out of the Champions League. And the the fact that the good thing is we have gone for us is we already gave a lot of these lads what they wanted. Some of these lads just want to win a Champions League on the career, yeah. and we already done that. And maybe playing in the Champions League is not as important as it would be. But we need to get the lads who are there to buy back in because we just look bereft now of any hunger. It's, it's quick. You can be bad champions, Gav. You can be bad champions, and look, you can say we're bad champions, but. We'll be really fucking bad champions if you don't fight next year. If you don't come back with a bit of boy, exactly. that's that's the key. That's 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 the big thing. Anyone yeah. could have. We could have lost the league this year and I'm random close, and we wouldn't have been called bad champions. But we've taken a fucking slapping. It's embarrassing. We find ourselves way down the table for whatever circumstances. They need to come back next year and improve why they got to the top, and yeah. and show that they have that bit between the teeth and show that hunger again. And you will get bring players in who can do that. But you need to get the lads who are already there back on soil. Because let's not forget, no matter how many signings you got, you bring in, we're not going to change the, the spine of this team. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's Dinesh like says, with City. Sorry, one yeah, second. Dinesh says, uh, "Big up Steve Gerrard for winning the league." Um, you're not going to get many congratulations yeah. um, from a lot of Irish people to Stephen Gerrard winning the league um, with Rangers but um, it's a it's a great step from him in his managerial yeah. career I'll put it that way uh, LFC Aaron says Grizz the Fonz are you the Fonz Grizz? Hey mm, I'm the Fonz Grizz's jacket I think getting a lot of heat oh, uh, a lot of heat for the jacket okay and we just uh, sorry Keith what were you going to say before we finish this up prop, this is a proper just- jacket yeah, they, they, they seem to be getting a lot of comments. Well done, Grizz. Now, I was just going to say, like, even Pep Guardiola's Man City nice. team suffered um, after two years and us chasing them down. They hit the they hit the skids last year and they've bought back in. You know, a lot of them players, there was the threat that they were getting a Champions League ban and, and they bought back into the, the project, for want of a better word there. And we need, we need the we need the teams to do, uh, air players to do that, but it's a sign of the squad depth and strength. We can't compete on having a five hundred million pound bench like Man City can. And look, that's not a slight on Man City. That's just the way the club is run and, and fair play to them. Blah blah blah. We can't do that. And air fall like Jurgen Klopp is like is like a drug. You know, he's like he's like um, a human form of ecstasy. He's all love, love, love. This is great. This is great. Nine o'clock the next morning, it's not great. And the fall down is an absolute plummet. And that's what's happening with Klopp here. We've just fallen off a cliff. But the big thing, as Sean, you said, is you get them back next year. You get them back on the horse and you see who who has the fight, who's ready to get back and challenge. Because look, if we miss out on European football next year, we go and we pour our... Like if, we, if we're not in Europe next year and we're not challenging Man City at the top of that league, 
well, then it's never going to happen again for us. Well, you know, hyperbole, it'll happen again in 30 years. But we need to show that we have the excuses of a bad season, but that we're not a bad team overnight, that we can get back, we can do it. And it's a big summer, and I think it's down to Klopp to sort his, his head out. He's gone through a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? We keep forgetting about Klopp's situation. He needs to recharge his batteries and reset, but we need to show that we're a proper team and come back into the fight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Grizz, I'm going to give you the last word um, because you love the, the transfer stuff. Uh, but 1975, Jamrock says, Grizz, can you elaborate on the tweet today that the transfer messes about FSG and Klopp's preference to have a small, tight squad? You are 100% correct. I presume that's your tweet. And Grizz, um, you can you can talk on that. And also, Shawnee mentions about players buying back in. Could what FSG do in this summer for Klopp or with Klopp or with Michael Edwards be key in these players actually sign them, you know, you know, buying back in as Shawnee puts it. Yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um look with regards to the super chat, thank you, but I think we're gonna elaborate more on that on tomorrow's forum. We are cracking forums on the way tomorrow, yeah. So, you know, a small little plug for tomorrow's forum. But look, with regards to to players, sometimes you need that, even players, even the players that have been there Fresh faces can inspire just the current squad as well. It's happened. Look at the way Jota inspired Bobby and, 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 and Salah in the early part of the season when they came. They, their game prepped up. Look at the way, you know, Virgil van Dijk has changed the, the, the fortunes of centre-backs at our club or the full-backs at our club. You know, Fabinho, this, when you buy class, it absolutely lifts. And, and obviously, you've got to look more than just talent. You've got to look at the right mentality of player. Um, there's no doubt, there's absolutely no doubt that Klopp, Edwards and Klopp will be working overtime to find the right type of player that's going to take us, believe it or not, to another level because that's what we've got to do now. We've got to take this on to another level. Uh, and the only way sometimes, look, we know Klopp's not a massive fan of transfers in the past. He always believes in his own ability to coach, coach, coach. But, you know, even Klopp's got to evolve. And this is my slight, slight criticism of in the past he has to evolve and realize there's only so much you can coach certain players or say the same or give the same tactical instruction and and, and use the same motivational che- um, uh, speeches sometimes you've got to have different faces fresh approach and i think it's 100 percent. this is the summer that we have to do that mm. it, i th- I, th- I agree with you i think for numerous reasons not only what's gone on this season but what other teams are going to do there's no doubt that you're going to spend Chelsea will definitely yeah. spend United will spend especially after getting their tails up this season you know um, there's plenty of sides there I think they're going to spend and, and Liverpool need to do the same and I think that I, I genuinely think FSG are going to have to step out of their comfort zone here to do that um, because of all this everything that's going on and I think I still think a massive thing in this is that I still believe Klopp leaves this club in 2024 and he's not going to be wandering around in the summer of 2022 looking to assemble a squad where only two seasons to go. I don't think it works like that. But um, do you know what? It's fucking poxy at the minute, but I've enjoyed that. Um, I enjoy the chats that we have. Um, We don't get shouty and and we do a bit, but we we try to have a a discussion on it and how we're feeling and stuff like that. And I hope the people in the chat enjoyed it. Um, With regards to this week, um, as Grizz said, there's a cracking forum coming up tomorrow. It's Grizz, Andy, Phil, and Sean Dunn is on tomorrow on the forum, and they're going to be discussing 
uh, all elements of, of Liverpool Football Club at the moment. But what's got wrong, gone right, gone wrong, what, what can he do in the future and stuff like that. So it's going to be um, a really good show tomorrow night. Tuesday we will have a match preview of Leipzig. Wednesday will be the midweek fix with a match reaction. And Friday will be our um, Friday forecast. We've left Thursday free in case Grizz needs to... Um, Go oh yeah, some carnage. So oh, we're gonna that. we're gonna we're gonna that. do some carnage Thursday. Oh, we're gonna do some carnage Thursday. And um, Rizzle, no carnage. doubt, let me know Thursday morning. Yeah. Um, what's Thursday going on afternoon? Thursday about sort six. Sort it out, Gav. Sort it out. Here you go. There's the fucking name. Sort it out. We'll see you at ten because that's what he does to me. But um, as I said, Tayrock.com. Go and check them out. 15% off all your orders if you use Day Trippers 15 at checkout. They are having a sale at the moment as well, so get in there and have a good look. And listen, as I said, great watches for men and women, uh, jewellery and gifts. And um, by supporting them, you support us. Um, I think that's about it. Um, I think we've done okay um, tonight. Um, Liverpool are just in a terrible, terrible spot at the moment. But listen... You have to keep the faith. We move on to Wednesday. We hope um, we hope things just get better and get better quickly. Shawnee, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Um, send me the invite on Warzone there, but let me get going, yeah? <laughs> Cheers, Gavin. Thanks, Thanks for everyone jumping in the chat again. Uh, it's tough. I know most of you are there for the right reasons anyway. So Yeah, yeah we I'm get through this together. Now words of wisdom here tonight. I'm yeah. out me bollocks as well as a Liverpool fan at the moment, but just yeah. have to help things turn. Listen, we've seen worse, and um, we get through this together. Grizz, um, I will put a link in the description to where you got your jacket because it's got loads of heat tonight. Um, I'm very, very disappointed in, in 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 claims that my jackets like what were they bad comments or good comments? That's oh, a bad no, no, jacket. No. That's a good joke. Yeah, it's a international Very, very disappointed. Yeah, well, listen, um, we we if you want to take a few selfies with it, and we can post on social media. To make it up to you, I don't know, but um, it's that's, been a pleasure. That's as the prize for 10k. I <laughs> know oh, we won't say that. But yeah, <laughs> the picture of Grizz in his jacket. Picture of Grizz in his jacket. You can actually see what the prize for 10k is in Grizz's gaff there if you have an eagle eye. Oh, yeah, exactly. don't be doing that. Um, but Grizz has been an absolute pleasure. You keep <laughs> leaning there, don't fucking move. Exactly, Sean, he's fucked it now. Yeah, he fucked it. That'd be no, all right. No, no point watching. No point watching. Just it now. Sanyo. Twenty-one inch lawyer Tron. <laughs> Keith, it's been an absolute pleasure, and we talked to you during the week, my man. Cheers. Thanks. Good stuff. That's been the fat back for. Um, yeah, come on, we are be okay. Talk to you in a bit. Unity. Over now. <laughs> Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever. What you doing? Trying on glasses with Zenni's 3D virtual try-on. Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenni.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95. Sports Social Podcast Network.